Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Words of Faith podcast presented by your host from Nashville, Tennessee, the Music City, USA, Mr. Tyler Peters. And now, without further ado, here is your host for the podcast, the Words of Faith podcast, that is. Thank you, and it's so great to be back. Episode 18, I took a long break. We had 17 episodes so far. We are going to talk about our topic for the program, the Words of Faith podcast. In case you've wondered and didn't know from the introduction, which is me, I was trying to be clever there. I've got to find somebody to do that, have a good narrating voice. I'm not trying to say I do, but I'm very happy to uh, bring to you and talk to you about how our faith gets tested. That's where I was going with that, our topic Before I get off the rails a little bit there, we may have you laugh a little bit. But no, we want to offer some serious encouragement. This is now episode 18. We're going to talk about some verses in the Bible, some scriptures that really talk about how our faith gets tested, how we go through those trials. And I just believe somebody needs to hear a word that encourages them, that gives them strength in their lives in their heart, in their minds, all that. I know I've touched on that. You need to move from God, and He is in control. It doesn't matter your situation, your circumstance. Let me tell you something. Jesus Christ died for you. He came to this world knowing that His people needed Him, and you are His people. But you must follow Jesus Christ. So I'm just so thankful to you who are listening who took time out of your busy schedule, your day, your night, or whenever this episode gets out where you can listen to it. And that's important. Let me tell you, in case you've not followed the archived episodes, you're not familiar with how the Words of Faith podcast works or how we format it. It's real simple. You can listen to it by going to Apple, Spotify, of course, Anchor, where it all started, and Overcast in many other platforms as they become available we'll give you more details and information about that but yeah that's important to tell you about don't want to forget about that point where you can listen and find the words of faith podcast that's why i have to keep repeating that drive that point home because it's so vital and important to you the listeners and yeah you know i face this i think we all have at one point in time in our lives daily really is when our faith really gets challenged. We go through those trials and tribulations, those tests. And I was thinking, what topic could I cover and really discuss, have a conversation to you about? And that came to mind. So I pulled up and just Googled some Bible verses related to being tested. And of course, these are King James Version. But if you have a different version, feel free to read along or I can read them to you. I'm not claiming to be a great orator or a preacher or even much of a teacher. I tried to rhyme right there. It's not going to be a song. Don't worry. We got to laugh a little bit. Even with all the seriousness going around in our world, we could use some comedy a little bit. Even God loves laughter. I've talked about that in an earlier episode. But being serious and hoping this word encourages you. That's why I wanted to start the podcast. I got to admit, I got so busy with other projects that I didn't think I would have the time to actually record any more new episodes, and I didn't even get to finish season one. This is still season one, folks. 
So that tells you it's just life even gets in the way of other podcasts for that matter. But yes, we're going to talk about some certain situations in the Bible that have scriptures where even some of the most godly people that were in those times talking about biblical times, their faith really got tested. They started to question even God, much like we all have done. We all have to admit we've even been to that place, whether we like that or not, in talking about admitting that we may question our faith, our belief in our Father who is in heaven, and that's Jesus Christ, our God, our Lord. All those titles are referring to God. So we're going to take a look at James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4, and it reads like this, My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into divers temptations. That is speaking to the temptation of the world, which, listen, I've been more of the world lately. I really can relate to people that fall out of favor with God because I haven't been the perfect uh, know-it-all kind of Christian that, you know, because, hey, listen, even as Christians, we think we know it all. That's why I put it in there. Let's be honest. Let's be real for this podcast. Not everything is, you know, going to be smell like the roses. You could use that illustration and just be perfect. We're seeing that in 2020. And we've seen it all throughout the history and times in all the years that we've been living. We've heard the stories from our grandparents going back to great-grandparents. We've just heard the perils and trials and temptations and tribulations that they went to. Temptations is another way to look at that when your faith gets tested. But my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into divers' temptations. That's why I wanted to read that verse again. That's verse 2. James chapter 1 is your reference. If you want to go look that up, study that in your Bible. King James Version, but like I said before, it doesn't have to be the King James. Whatever version you have, just feel free to study that. Look it up if you want to. I'm not forcing you to. But it's just a powerful word. And you talk about encouragement right there is some encouraging, strengthening scriptures out of the Bible. And number three, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Sometimes we just need patience in our lives, and even patience with God in our walk, our relationship with our Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ. Number four, but let patience have perfect work that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. So once again, patience is a key word and phrase in that verse in the book of James. That's verse 4, excuse me. Let me repeat that again. That's verse 4. I about wanted to uh, get my words all tied up there. Jesus helped me even doing a podcast, just being honest, transparent with you. But yeah, hey, let's not fall into temptation, which we do. Let's be honest. Let's admit it. We're all humans, and God knows this. As long as we are sorry, we really come with forgiveness. That's the key thing. And knowing that, listen, our faith gets tested. It gets tried, but we've got to be patient through those tests when talking about how our faith gets challenged. I'm going to use that word a lot. 
And we're also going to look at the book of Hebrews. That was the book of James. And read some scriptures out of that. But I'll tell you what, in such trying times where there is a vision, I'm not going to make this about politics or about race. That's important. Don't get me wrong. But this is more to just really, if I'm going to lift up your spirits, we just need to talk about God. That's our hope is that it's Jesus 2020. Let's forget about presidential candidates and let's focus on the creator. Let's focus on the one that should be the most important, and that's God. So yes, we've got to be patient. We can't fall into temptations. Easier said than done. We've all done it, including me. I'm just as guilty. As I've talked about, I've been more of the world than I have of my own faith. This is true, and it's not an easy thing to admit, but we have to. So let's go into Hebrews right now. We talked about James. We're going to use some scriptures and kind of try our best to uh, go into depth on them. But Hebrews chapter 12 in the New Testament, let me say that as well for a reference so you'll know. Number four, ye have not yet resisted unto blood striving against sin. Let's talk about that verse. We've not resisted to the blood that Jesus shed on Calvary. It's just what I'm taking away from it. That we've got to strive against our own sin. And it's hard, I know, but we've got to do a better job about that. We just have to avoid getting ourselves in those positions and those situations. When talking about the temptation and sin, and remember, His blood was shed for us, it will cover that sin, but he's warning us we still have to be careful to not get into where sin takes over. And number five, and ye have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto to children. Unto children, excuse me. I'll read that again. That's why in case that happens, hey, listen, I need my own editor. You needed a laugh, didn't you? My son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. Now he is speaking his word into his children, which is us, believers. And he says, my son, despise not the chastening of the Lord. It may be chastening. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I did go to school, mind you. I hope it shows. But nor faint, thou art rebuked of him. So he's saying to me that the Lord is rebuking that sin. He's speaking and wanting the children to hear his voice. But he says, don't have a fear. This is just my own personal interpretation. I'm, I'm not saying I'm an expert at this. I'm not a theologist by any means. But this is how I kind of take it. That He's like, you better obey me, just like the father to a son or daughter. If you want to avoid sin in your life and those trials, those struggles that you may be facing, which we all do. I want to be transparent. Once again, this podcast is built on honesty, even with myself, or why am I doing it would be the question. It's actually really a simple question if you think about it. Number six. For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, 
and scorcheth every son whom he receiveth. So the Lord loves you so much, he's going to chase after you. He's a jealous God in the best way. And he's just wanting that relationship, that bond with you. He wants you to believe in him. He is all about love and compassion. We talked about that in earlier archived episodes, which you can visit. Let's just plug that on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, and all those wonderful streaming apps and platforms, if you want to check that out. We touched on that at least a little bit about the compassion and love of God. Number seven. And we're talking Hebrews chapter 12. And here we go. If ye endure the chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the Father chasteneth not? So it tells you right there the father-son relationship and dynamic, as you would think, even with your own family. That Jesus has to teach us life lessons. And that's daughters too, not just with sons. Everybody, that includes everyone. You've got to endure your temptation. You've got to endure your problems in life because God will help you with that. But you've got to ask him in. You've got to trust him. You can't shut him out because he is there for you. He is chasing after you, but we've got to chase after him as well. It works both ways. Don't shut out God. Number eight, but if ye be without chastement, whereof all are partakers, then ye are, and I'm not going to say that word. It says bastards. I was a little afraid to cuss, but it's actually in the word, so I'm going to read it anyways. That's why I kind of paused there in case we had kids listening. Want to be weary of that, but it is biblical. And not sons. So that's the thing. You're not a mistake. We're all in this together. Because Jesus loves you. That's my takeaway from it. As simple and basic as the takeaway was. That's what I would say to uh, verse 8. Going to Hebrews chapter 12. Number 9. Furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us. And we gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection unto the Father of spirits and life? So he's talking about right there just my personal observation and perspective and opinion on that when talking about verse 9 is that we've got our fathers of our flesh and blood of family which have corrected us and they've gave us reverence. They've lifted us up. They've been there for us. But Shall we not use that example when talking about the Father up in heaven of glory of the spirits when talking about Jesus Christ in our life as well? That should work just like that dynamic, even greater with all due respect to our own fathers here on earth, but especially to the Father of us all, our Lord Jesus Christ. Number 10, for they verily for a few days chastened us or chastened us, I'm going to have to work on the pronunciation of some of these words, I know, after their own pleasure, but he for our profit, that we might be partakers, there's that word again, partakers of his holiness. So, 
Once again, it's that relationship about Jesus Christ in us as believers, as followers of His will, of the Lord, as Christians. We should not go after our, our own pleasures for our own profit, for our own egos, because we could miss out on His holiness. To me, personally, that's what that scripture is meaning. It may mean something different for you. That's where we need to ask God individually and collectively as well to really speak into our hearts, into our minds, to know and get a deeper understanding of His Word when reading the scriptures, the verses in the Bible. And number 11, now no chastening or chastening, once again, there's that word, can't escape it. For the present seemeth to be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. So, listen, we want to have joy. We don't want to find ourselves grievous. But we do need to have that compassion. And remember, the only way to get that fruit of righteousness, that peace, a peaceable fruit, is that we have to exercise our joy, our witness in Jesus Christ. And that's Hebrews chapter 12. I just Google these folks. It's not real hard. And we'll do a few more of these verses and kind of, you know, see what they mean. I think it's it's fun to to talk about discuss and don't get me wrong when I say fun, I'm not making light of it. It's you got to take it very seriously because it is the word of God, but it's neat to really dive into it, find the layers, find the depth of which these words, these definitions going back to the meanings of what Jesus had said to the apostles and what the different Writers in the Bible, whether it's Old Testament, New Testament, had put down what God had gave them, you know, their inspiration. So we're going to go to still New Testament, 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 12 through 19. And let's read on that, and we'll expand more, try our best anyways, or I should say I, but I'm being like a team here, that dynamic, by saying we. Because I'm including myself with you, the listener. That's what I'm getting at. So this is First uh, Peter chapter 4. Let's read a verse, and I'll try my best to explain it. That's where I need prayer. I really do. Number 12. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened unto you. Okay, let's... Let's talk about this a little bit. In verse 12, what it's, you know, referring to. You are beloved. You're going to, you know, face a major trial that will concern you or someone you love. And even a strange thing can even happen to you. Something out of the ordinary when talking about meaning the word strange. Let's read that again. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you. Sometimes God 
wants to put trials in your way because he likes to test us, just like a great teacher in school. And we're going to go through things in our life that we're not prepared for. This is his way of preparing us as a student, as more importantly, a follower of not only his word, but of him, Jesus Christ. So something strange may happen to you. But also you can look at it this way. It may not always be a bad thing. It just may seem strange because we don't understand it. And that's how God works. He works in mysterious ways. Remember that. That's very true. Number 13, or I should say verse 13. It is number 13, by the way. But rejoice inasmuch as ye are the partakers, there's that word again, of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. So rejoice. Have that joy we just mentioned and talked about. Going back to some of the other verses in the word, that ye be partakers in what Christ died for. There was so much to his death and resurrection and to his birth than just holidays. It was so much deeper than that. And I'm not saying we don't know that. But in case you didn't, it's nice for me even to go back and study the scriptures. And remember, the glory of God is revealed to you. And that's where the joy and happiness will be fulfilled and comes into play. And number 14, 1 Peter chapter 4. Let me say that. That's important to remember as a reference point. If ye be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are ye for the spirit of glory and of God resteth upon you. On their part he is evil spoken of, but on your part he is glorified. So don't forget the name of Jesus because you will have a spirit of glory. And God does rest upon us if we believe and carry on in that good news. That's great news when going back to even witnessing. By inviting people to church or inviting them to have the Lord come and live in their heart inside of them. And make them a new person, a new creature in Christ, as the Bible says. There may be evil and bad words spoken of God and his people. But remember and have faith that we need to still glorify the Lord. That is so important. Such a key point in that verse. What God is telling us. What he showed people to write about. Whether it's the disciples, whoever through the Bible, when referring to these certain circumstances throughout biblical times, and even apply today. Number 15, But let none of you suffer as a murderer, or a thief, or as a evildoer, or as a busybody, in other men's matters. So we don't need to suffer. He used murderer, thief, and evildoer, even a busybody, in that same sentence. Hard to believe, but he did put it there. It's scripture, in other men's matters. So we don't need to get involved in matters that are not important to the kingdom. I mean, but let none of you suffer as a murderer or as a thief or as an evildoer. That's why I'm reading them again, because I have to understand this. It's important. So 
I might as well do it here on the podcast, or as a busybody in other men's matters. Let me finish it again. That's really an interesting verse, but that's just my takeaway, is that, you know, God just wants us to, once again, put our trust in Him. He does not want you to suffer as a murderer, thief, or an evildoer. Sure, they can be forgiven. Or as a busybody. That's correct. You heard that the first time and now the second time. However many times. I may lose track and count of how many times I had to say that word. In other men's matters. In mankind, men and women. It includes all that. And number 16. Yet if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed. But let him glorify God on this behalf. So don't be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I know I'm embarrassed to say I have been because it's not the popular right thing to do. But that's where we're missing the point. We ought to be proud and stand up that we're Christians and not be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ and glorify God on his behalf. For the Lord our God is holy and is with all things good, and he's great, he's awesome, he's all those words. You can praise him and in prayer, pray to him, talk to him, communicate to the Father. We are believers in Jesus Christ. Number 17, for the time is come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, what shall the end be? of them that obey not the gospel of God. Now, this one's tough. It gets right to the point, doesn't Does it not? Excuse me. I was going to say, doesn't it? But let me say, does it not? So I don't just end it on that. There's going to be judgment if we're not doing our part in the house of God. And it begins with us. And we must obey the gospel of God, His word. Or we're in trouble. This is very true. That's what to me that scripture is talking about. And number 18, if, excuse me, and if the righteous scarcely be saved. Had to think about that one for a minute. Where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? So if the righteous are to be saved, then we've got to save the sinner. And the ungodly. Because God wants to save all of us. But it's up to us to make that personal decision. We've all got the opportunity for a relationship with Jesus Christ. And number 19, and that's 1 Peter chapter 4. Here's your verses. Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit to the keeping of their souls to him. Talking about God in well-doing as unto a faithful creator. So they may suffer according to his will. Talking about the will of God. But commit still your commitment and take encouragement in the keeping of their souls to Jesus. Because he will fix the problem. He will be the answer to their question. He will show them the way and show them love when talking about God Almighty. And in well-doing, they will be well. All will be good. 
because he is a faithful creator. He created us. But he knew this world would be in a mess. So he sent his only begotten son to die for us, to be born first and die for us. And then he rose again and ascended back to heaven because he cared that much for us. So if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, you know what? You need to go ask your pastor. You need to pray right now because, you know what? He's not here to judge you. He's not here to be religious. He just wants a relationship with you. And I hope this has been encouraging for you. It is a new Words of Faith podcast, episode 18. The topic is your faith. It's been tested. And there's a lot of those examples in his word, the Bible, when talking about how our faith gets challenged. It does get tested. We go through those trials and tribulations. But this has been another episode of the Words of Faith podcast. I'm going to do my best to get another one out at some point. Just be patient. Still season one. So you definitely got time to catch up to archived episodes. I'm going to have to smile and kind of laugh about that just because I've got so busy doing other things. It's a blessing to do, but to me, this is really more of a blessing because if it can help you, because I know I need to hear it. I've really been ashamed of God lately, and that's what it's talking about. I don't need to be because I'm with you. If you're going through it for Christians that are struggling, with people that are not believers that are struggling, this podcast is for you, the Words of Faith podcast. Once again, it's on Apple Podcast, Overcast as well, that platform, Spotify, Anchor, where it started, and so much more. And Google Podcasts as well. Can't forget about that. But I hope you've enjoyed it. And I'm going to take us out with that narration part to end it for the program. So God bless you. I'll be praying for you. We all can do better. This has been the Words of Faith podcast. With your host, Tyler Peters, where he talked about where your faith gets tested. It gets challenged. This is episode 18. Be on the lookout for episode 19 of the Words of Faith podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And we pray that you have a blessed evening, night, morning, whatever time you can listen to this particular episode. But this has been a special Words of Faith podcast. And God bless you all.